Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the All Talk Car Podcast, hosted by Peter Raiders. Joining me tonight, Halil Mustafa. We're testing out the new little microphone that I used in the US that worked okay. We're using the Tesla as a studio because we're too lazy to go back to the office. So we're just recording on the little mic and seeing how it performs. It's actually very, it's very comforting doing the live drives. It is, but 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 today the Tesla's not, like it's just in the background. It's yeah. just a it's a little studio for us. Yeah. But it's also I, I did on purpose because we're going to talk about we're going to do a recap on Vegas and we're also going to talk about her little going car shopping. And, Fuck my life. And, <laughs> and this little driver is just trying to convince you to get a Tesla. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, it is bad enough. Like being car guys, it's bad enough. You're always on the lookout to upgrade your car right you think you oh, know no. what something comes on you always want to look at the next car's better always right? yeah. the next car's going to be better but you always have oh, that'd be good that'd be good and then you total your car and now you have to buy a fucking car <laughs> right <laughs> but you can't force the de- i mean we've got enough cars in the fleet but you can't no but i'm just i'm just over decision. it i'm just over it i want a car i want I it's want just my- you you spent the last six months planning what car to replace your wife's car and then my car gets and your totaled, car gets totaled. And it's throwing a spanner in the works. And, yeah. And right? Because now she's saying, like, well, you should get what you want. And you've banked the money. Right? The money's in the bank. Right? But she's saying, well, get what you want because you're the one that does most of the driving. Right? She's got a point. I have no idea where that's going. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I reckon, I reckon it's a trick. Trick. I'm being set up. All right. We'll get to that. So basically, I'm back from Vegas. Had a great time, Hal. Your friends were there and uh, ripped a new one in here for not being there. Yeah, I know. What do you do? It's saving. So basically, mate, the trip started sensationally. You know when you get to LA, you want to do celebrity spotting? I've never been to LA, but I can imagine what it's like. So you want to spot celebrities. And I had my first celebrity spotting literally in front of me at the airport in customs and it looked like I was part of the entourage so like because when you you're in a massive queue at um, LAX like it snakes its way around and then they split you off in a little splinter groups for the passport control and in front of me was a celebrity and she's as tall as me who was it? Rebel Wilson no no (laughs) and there was a guy is that you? Like recognised her, and I was just sort of smiling like I was part of the posse. <laughs> <laughs> so big, big, big celebrity, Tracy Grimshaw. No. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought you said she was tall as you, not round as you. <laughs> you the one. Oh, oh, no. Is that the photo they had of her? She was uh, <laughs> in the in her designer get outfit with yeah, she had Converse Pros on. She, yeah, she had the sneakers. She she dressed like my mum. And she had, like, a Gucci Gucci bag. Yeah, yeah. But she wasn't, like, she wasn't acting like she was royalty. So was she had Seema to sort of, like, do a story on burnouts and hoons? So I was listening to her talk to her little offsider. So obviously, she was at the pointy end of the plane. Yeah. And her offsider wasn't. And she was talking about putting a tra- an Apple AirTag on her bag so she knows where she is. And basically, they're off to Miami to do... I don't know. Probably chase some dodgy councillor who spent millions. Yeah. So that was like it was funny, man. Someone noticed her in the crowd. Oh, oh, I love you. I watch your show every night. I'm like, oh god, really? So anyway, get to um, 
the uh, car hire counter. So basically, the Americans call it a tipping system. I call it bribes. So effectively, they will go to their way to service you. And you can either tip or not tip. Usually, if I, if I pull out a $100 note, I get an upgrade. Yeah. But I didn't need to already. I booked a Chevy Suburban. So I was there with my luggage. And the people that were behind me had already left. And the lady goes, you still here? I'm like, yep, still waiting for a Suburban. She goes, oh, look, I'll bring you, I'll, I'll go and organise, because you're waiting, I'll go and organise a new one for you. I'm like, oh, fuck, they're all pretty new anyway. So she comes out with a Jeep Wagoneer. You know those, like, Grand Cherokee, it's called oh, yeah. the Wagoneer. Yeah. And I just looked at it, I thought, nah, <laughs> I can't do that. I said to her, no, 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 I wanted a Suburban. She goes, oh, no, I thought, yeah, because this is, this is brand new. I go, I, I don't know about this car. So um, she goes, yeah, you're right, the Chevy's ride better. So she brought out a, a Suburban, and it was a, a, a grey colour. She goes, do you want to get you a black one? I go, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so I got into a black uh, upgraded Suburban, and it had the, the digital dash, and, and it didn't have, I don't know whether this is a... A chip shortage issue. It didn't have um, the the cylinder deactivation. Well, probably is a chip shortage yeah, issue. But the V8 sounded like a V8, where the older ones had the chip, uh, the cylinder deactivation, and, yeah. and this thing drank fuel. But you know, hey, it was a bit of fun. So I had a, a suburban and uh, drove off to. I was going to go to the canyons in LA. Originally, the plan was to have a Mustang, but because it was a bigger group coming, I needed the space. So. This thing was heavy. You had the plan ahead to break, and there was no way I was going to take this car in the canyons. I'd probably end up over the the edge. So, just drove out to Vegas. It was um, it was a good good trip. And then the first day we went to the uh, Concourse d'Elegance. Did I don't know if you saw some of the photos on the yes, golf course? All those. It's the first time I went to a car show where there was only two Porsches, <laughs> but there was like ten McLarens, ten Koenigseggs. Yeah, you know, you know, zingers. You, you know what these these, you know these McLarens and I, I mean they're really nice cars. They they are supercars and some of them are hypercars to an extent. But the Yanks there's love so them. many of them now that they're not. I don't know. They're not special anymore. Oh, but these were the speed tail. Yeah, the, I the know. Alpha. But there were heaps there, and yeah, there were heaps on the road. Yeah, you know, you look at they they're just. I don't. I don't know how to put into words sometimes, and I'm good with words, but you look at the Porsche, and if you look at a special Porsche at a, a, a concourse event, you look at something like a 959, and it, was it is a, timeless. Yeah. I've never seen a 959 up, up close and personal. It was yeah. a nice car, and it was a different colour. I think that was that Cecise red or something. Yeah. But like now a, you look at these McLarens, and you think, well, you know what? Down the line, are we going to look at these McLarens and think, oh, remember we saw one in 2020? No. Uh, no. Oh, they're still a nice car. They're still a nice car. Better than a Lambo. No. You'd have a Lambo over a McLaren. Yeah, the Lamb. I think the Lamborghini's gone to a thing that a part of automotive world where they're trying to stay relevant with yeah. the new with the new Countach. And it's just a re... It's, it's like a remake of a movie yeah, and... Yeah, but they can sell it. That's they, why they that, That's the it. thing. They're going to sell it because not everyone wants to buy a McLaren or a Koenigsegg and a Lambo's a Lambo and a Ferrari's a Ferrari. Yeah. But, um, 
I think I t- it, the Porsche is just a Porsche. Yeah, but there was only two of them there, wasn't I was I was more excited about the 500e that was there that was built in a Porsche factory the Mercedes. Oh yes, and yes. The first of the sledgehammers, and then there was um, they had an Aston Martin Lagonda. I don't know if they towed it there, but <laughs> it was there. <laughs> they dropped it off at the gates and drove it in. And you wouldn't know from my Instagram post, but there's some pre-war cars. I got no idea what the fuck they were. So there was some old shitty cars, but mate, we were so underdressed. Everyone was. You just wanted to do that. Eh? Everyone's wearing suits, and the girls. It's on a golf course. They're wearing high. Watch it. They're wearing. Was it a stop by itself? I don't know. Never tried it. <laughs> but they're wearing high heels on a golf course, and this golf course is undulating. Maybe they were aerating the greens. I don't know what they were doing, but and I'm gonna say this. I was with Andrew. I go. Did she really need to do that? There was. I think he must have had a good personality or a big wallet, but her skirt was see through. Right, so she's wearing a mini skirt that's see-through, like meshy, and you can see her undies. And she pulled her undies down, like her the skirt down. For Andrew? No, no, no. As she's walking in front of us, oh. she pulled her skirt down. It's see-through. Doesn't matter how high up it is. I didn't get it. The anyway. Fuck? Anyway, that's the type of crowd that was at this Concourse de la Gonde, so, yeah. It's like... It's like rich people summer nets. <laughs> well, no, well, the cars weren't moving. And then um, after that, we were off to SEMA. So they were doing... Um, they had a press day on the Monday. So SEMA starts on the Tuesday. We were there on the Monday. We um, went to a, a lunch. I was invited. I was a delegate on behalf of the US Department of Commerce. So it was an Australia-American um, sort of... <laughs> A luncheon with this 40 thing was people. A, this thing was like a junket. It was awesome. It was like a junket. Oh. It was, you, I mean, it what, It has to be your... That has to be your best effort at going to see my Oh, mate. Department of Commerce. Oh. Australian judge. Oh, I tell it's you, we like, haven't got to the judging yet, but did, the... Did you fly business class? I, uh, my upgrade got knocked back. Ah, <laughs> but... Put the 100 out. No, no, no. No, but what happened was, whoever flies Qantas Airbus A380... Book row 70. So the A380, so row 70, okay, it's in cattle class, but you know how the middle decks, it's 343. Yes. Row 70, so the middle deck's only three seats. There's a seat missing on the left side. Right. So the row 71, you pay extra because you've got the extra leg room. You've got yep. two rows. Yeah. But I, I didn't do that. I've got the seat next to the gap, so I've got two tray tables so there's no one next to me two pockets of the seat in front of me <laughs> right and basically there was on the way back there was this American old granny I did not give her the look because she was just talking without hearing aids so loudly she was excited that she booked this seat she got her hand luggage and put it underneath her feet so she could do like a couch Yeah. and the stewardess came now I know why there's a missing seat there she goes you're not allowed to leave anything there because that's the escape hatch for the staff when they go underneath and sleep. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. So only Qantas has got, I don't know if other airlines have got that configuration. So if you want a good cheap sideways, no one next to you. And because you're sort of, you don't have to, if you're on the aisle, you don't have to get up for anyone because the yeah. other two, right, it's the best economy seat for free without the legroom seat. So that's um, almost semi-economy. Semi-economy. Yeah. So 
anyway, so at this um, luncheon, they were talking about post-pandemic. Um, Australia is number two to Canada in world exports to America for car parts. We are a bigger market than Europe combined. So Australia is very important to the Yanks. And they are talking about our dollars been crashing. So they're talking about how it's sort of a bit more expensive. But they even talked about little things like air freight's metric. America yep. is imperial. Their boxes are too big. And it costs us extra to bring their parts here. Yeah. So even little things like that, they were telling the Americans... Um, I don't understand. If you're ordering from Australia... No, no. Right? It's, yeah, it's more of them yeah. exporting but if to you're, us. But if you're ordering from Australia, right, they should be able to... Okay, they're ordering from Australia. This is what they're ordering. This is what we send... That We send them the... Uh, we don't send something that's an inch in a, you know, three-quarter inch box. Like... Yeah, you know, like like even one of the companies they they bring in roof racks from the states they said don't send us the whole roof rack we can assemble it here it yeah. saves a lot in packaging yeah so it's just little things like that and like a face-to-face would help that where you know an email or backwards or forwards you're not going to get oh, it that's... so it was it was good so that was quite good um was that auto high beam that's yeah auto high beam yeah and then basically that Monday night, they were revealing the SEMA award cars. One of them was a Cobra, you know, the uh, okay. Shelby Cobras, yeah. with 12 Tesla battery packs, oh, 2,000 horsepower. I don't know how and why, but it won an award. Um, there was a few nice cars. There was a buffet. So you can only get one drink at a time. So we were sitting with me and Andrew and this Mexican... Oh, no, she was Italian living in Vegas so she goes oh can you get me a soda I go yeah no worries oh, so I came back I could only get one drink at a time so I gave Andrew my beer I went back oh that's when she asked for a soda I go back I go can I have one beer and a soda sorry sir one drink at a time oh. it's just a fucking soda man like a soft drink so anyway who's so, running this thing Qatar oh, I don't know <laughs> Qatar's Qatar so basically and then the judging started, the global media, I was part of the global media, and we had to go to the the new global showcase, there's a section of SEMA where companies, and Eamon's product was there from IGL Coatings, um, so basically we had to pick a product, the, the brief was what would succeed in your country, so there was a whole heap of stuff with go fast parts and things like that, so I, I mainly focused on the Utes and full driving I mean that's what's going to work in Australia yeah and there was like this awesome like tray like it was for the Ford Utes and basically um, the bumper is a drawer okay so if you pull out the drawer your tools are set out oh cool yeah like the, yeah, if you're like a tradie that's awesome this other South African company which uh, if you heard the interviews in the previous podcast they made like a tonneau cover for a Ute where you can, it's like you can put your bikes, it's got like, you can stick things on there and yep. open it without having to take the bikes off. So it's almost like a bike rack without having a roof rack. Um, there was another, like a head, like a liner for the ute where it's push button. Yep. So it opens and shuts. Um, I picked, uh, there was a battery, like, so if you've got a flat battery, you don't use jumper leads. You press a button and it, it kicks itself. Okay. Yeah, it's like, it's like a self-charging type 
battery, which was I thought was quite awesome. And one company that they they were I, I interviewed them as well was um, uh, a treadwear company where they made a patch for your sidewall, which I've never seen before. Because if you get a, a flat tire with a sidewall damage, yeah. you're, you're cactus. Yeah, so I'd, they've ra- got a patch. I'd, I'd rather just stay than patch the sidewall on my tire. Yeah, yeah, and but it's only temporary. But yeah, I if, suppose if you're in the middle of nowhere. So they, they got numerous awards from a lot of countries. So it was a father-son team that was on the podcast earlier. And there was another company I interviewed that created uh, battery packs for um, 60s classic Mustangs and Mercs. And little did, That's the next big thing. And she's a, a female engineer. Little did I know her mum is a radio producer. Yeah, I saw that So message. I got interviewed um, on Washington State. So they do a... Uh, a radio show based on that area and that factory's in that area and so she said to her mama oh, this Aussie interviewed us so she reached out to you Hal so the message came to you and then you sent it out to me yeah and then I got in contact with I, them I, I looked at that thing and I was thinking like had, you, you know the, you, but you didn't know the backstory I had didn't it, know the backstory <laughs> but I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at it and I'm reading it and Pete's Pete's in the States. We're getting these messages about, hey, I'm a radio station host and I'd like to interview. And I'm thinking of uh, Law and Order where it says the story is fictitious and based on real events or whatever. I think Pete's going to end up on Chicago PD as a story. Right? As the foreigner that gets... Find find him in a barrel or something or he's used as a drug mule. Right? So that was quite fun. So basically... um, she wanted to know about the Australian culture. Would a company like that succeed in Australia? And and you know, and I, and I basically said you got you bring in twentieth century cars into the twenty first century. Eventually, there might be you might be able to buy petrol for them. And even when we switched to unleaded, you had to put lead replacement. These old cars will adapt somehow. Well, they will. They will. But I, I said the other day, someone said to me, um, you know, why don't you sell your um, like your HSV and your VK Group, eh, and all this stuff, and I said to him, "Well, I go, I don't, I don't want to sell them. I'm, I still enjoy them. Yeah. I don't drive them as much as I'd like to, but such is life. But I go, I don't want to be one of those people in ten or fifteen years that I am. I do have more time to enjoy them, and I kick myself that I sold them, and now I can't buy them back because they're three times the price. Well, that too. Yeah. And then, and then you go. Then I said, but on the flip side, I go." My kids will probably end up putting electric motors in anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, we, I had Paul on with the Corvette um, a couple of episodes back, and he said his kid would be more excited about the Tesla than the Corvette. My kids. And I in said, the I'm morning, happy to swap. You know, you know when we're driving to school? Yeah. Dad, Tesla! Tesla. Dad, Tesla! It's the, Dad, Tesla! It's the poster car for this generation. So, so it's like, you know. It's coming. I mean, batteries are going to be all the rage. So this company has found a way to. Uh, Put them in old classic cars, and um, and it's it's sold as a kit, so you, I think you got to install it yourself. But it's a new company, and and her mum produced the radio station, and I was on there, and I'm waiting for the track, so I, I wanted to put my interview as one of our episodes. So I'll I'll get my hands on on that track. I've asked for it, and we'll put it on there. It was quite interesting. And I was talking about gas prices. I didn't say petrol prices and gas stuff, prices. gas prices and things like that, and. And I said it's only inevitable. I mean, the governments are going to mandate our way into electric cars or or hybrids and hydrogen, whatever the next um, sort of fuel kinetic type energy yeah. system we're going to use. So it was fun. It was good. It was. I really enjoyed it. 
Um, the other thing I noticed with Vegas, every year that we go, everyone has to have a bigger and better screen. Yeah. Like the, like they've got like screens that are like TV screens showing who's playing at this concert. It's like they're massive, like like the size of a scoreboard at the football yeah. stadium. Well, the hotel we stayed at, we're one fucking better. The whole wall was a screen and it was just repeating outside oh. my window. Dodge ads. This Dodge doing burnouts for SEMA. <laughs> so, so now the screen's the, is the side of the hotel wall. So um, there was a few... I didn't know I was there. No, I left that morning to go back to LA and they had an F1 car out on the strip. So they were, they were, I saw that. Yeah, I, I missed it. I think they it. drove it through the floor of one of the uh, um, casinos. Outside Caesar's Palace, they had a, like they, a. They drove it inside. They the were setting casino. it up. Yeah, they drove it through the where the gaming tables were. So they they're all getting excited. They had a stand at SEMA, and I and I spoke to one of the um, Las Vegas F1. And she was, she was all excited. I said, "Well, that means you got three races." She goes, "What do you mean?" I go, "There's one in Miami and Austin. Oh, is there?" Oh, fuck. <laughs> So oh, how painful oh. is that? <laughs> so they're excited about the Vegas Grand Prix, but they didn't know they had. Imagine going to a European oh. and saying to them, you know, you know, isn't it lovely that you could have the, you know, you got the, you got Monaco, then you got the French Grand Prix, yeah. then you got the Italian Grand Prix, yeah. and you can drive to all of them like they're uh, what? There's Europe's there, got more. There's, there's a race and a Monaco. Yeah. Mamma mia. So we had a look at the track. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna literally go down the center of the strip. I asked the guy, are they closing? You know, how like on the Gold Coast yeah. with IndyCar, they close yeah. one side. He goes, no, no, no. no. He goes, no, no. We're closing down the strip. Yeah. So it's gonna be amazing no, and no. interesting. But yeah. the thing is, I think what will happen is, it's it's gonna be really expensive to go there next year. Which is why we're going to Austin. Yeah, <laughs> but next year's gonna be really expensive. The year after, the hype might settle down a bit, and you know. But, like, um, I, I go to Vegas all the time, and this year the accommodation was expensive, even though it was subsidised by SEMA. Yeah. Um, the gaming's expensive. The tables are, like, $50 minimum. It was just... Um, it was... Uh, I guess Europe was expensive, too, when my brother went. Um, everything's I think expensive. Everything's expensive with tourism, yeah. so... And it was full. So we, we had a good time. We really enjoyed it. Met up with the Smoking Tire Boys in L.A., um, so shout out thank you for inviting me to their uh, car stacker storage facility uh, West, Co- West Side car storage um, met Zach from the smoking tyre so I spent a good hour there with the boys um, met, went to their uh, podcasting studio and news we've got our new podcasting studio coming up soon have we we're settling tomorrow woohoo so we're going to set up a new studio and car storage with cast and car storage and road microphones I am excited so it's awesome awesome. so um, bigger and better things so that was Vegas had a good time and I also got a present for you did you? yep is it a Trump 24 hat? no no that's a a single you you, you're not a, a MAGA. Uh, uh, MAGA, MAGA 24. So, and I've got, you, I've got one for the other pumper, but he couldn't make it tonight. So he's still got a hangover. He's got a hangover. And he wasn't in Vegas with that hangover. Yeah. So, yeah, car shopping, mate. <sighs> Fucking hell. <laughs> look, look, I'm a salesman. <laughs> I'm a salesman, so I don't like paying retail. But I'm also a realist that it's... We're in a funny market. We're in a still, funny market. Still. But still... Even allowing for that, 
these fuckers are taking the piss, right? They're yep. just, they're just, no, they're, it's just, it's just a piss take. But how? It's fuckers that were never in this position. But you know I, what I mean? I'll give you, I'll give you the best example. The Land Cruiser 79 series, okay, which so is a 40 year old car. We're going there. We're going right. straight to Toyota. Okay. We're, okay. Start, we're going straight to Toyota. Yeah. But this is not Toyota's fault. It's this the is, dealer. This is just the environment we're in. Okay. The 79 series now is closed books in Australia. And you that's, for those you, listeners, the 70 series are the, from the 80s, the old Bandera style. 70s. Land, Land Cruiser. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you can't order one. You can't walk in and They've order. Closed the book because it was a four-year four wait That's list. a three-year, four-year wait. Yet, there's a shit ton of brand new ones. There's four of them in a row. Right. I drive past Around the corner from, from my, my place. House. Yeah. Right. There's a shit ton of them which are being sold as used cars with like 100Ks on them. And they're asking like 30K over the drive-away price that... It's so, the recommended retail. So you can go there and pick one up today and drive away tomorrow. Yes. They have them there. Brand new. But, but they, so, that's but not brand they're new. Not new. They're used cars. They're used cars. With 100K. Because the dealers have registered them. Yep. And what the dealers have been doing is... Now, most dealers are multi-franchise. Right? They're multi-franchise. Like the, they've got other... F- they've got other franchises. Yep. So they're registering, for example, a brand new 79 series and sending it to their Ford dealership. To sell there as a used car. Oh, they move because, it to another because dealership. Because they don't want to be seen as, oh, we've got so a brand new one here. and yeah. So they're cross-pollinating. They're moving it to... So the I, Ford I would, dealer will have a, a highlight. Because a couple of months ago when the new Ford Ranger, the new generation came out... Because you went to a Nissan dealer. That's right, you said this. I'm going, why is there a brand new Ranger at a Nissan dealer? It's brand new. It is, this thing didn't have time to go get sold, driven, and damaged in. and traded in. Yeah. You know what it was? It's a... Uh, Cross-selling. Pa- parent company. Yeah, parent, yeah. Parent franchises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, and I was like, come on, guys. I want to buy... And the, there's a shit ton of cars sitting in yards. And they're not... They're just saying, mate, that's the price. Buy it or, buy it or oh, don't buy it. Another example. The Kia. You went to a Kia dealership. And what were the cars? I, you videoed... It I've, it I've, I've, well, I've got the footage. I videoed yeah. it. Everything yeah. had not for sale on it. Not for sale. The whole, the, the whole yard. Yeah, not for sale. Brand new cars, Brand new not, cars for sale not for sale posters. But, but conveniently, yeah. the uh, the Motor Traffic uh, Association sheet that says but how much a car is and how many kilometres So when you what see a is, used car, yeah, it's got right? yeah, how many kilometres, the price, right. etc. Yep. Conveniently, they were on the like the passenger seat or loose on the ground. So they were there if they got inspected. They were there they if were you looked hard enough. But they but weren't visible. They were not for sale for the purposes of the vehicle's not for sale. Because usually they put on the sun visor, they That's flip right. it open, yeah. Right. It's like, come on, guys. Who just want to buy a car? You know? Don't give me this shit about there's no stock. You've got to wait six months. You've got the stock. You're just being greedy. Okay? You could just sell your stock today, take reasonable orders, give people their cars, and not rip them off. Okay, so the last month's sales figures, Toyota smashes Australia. Number one car, 25% market share. Last month, they were down at 15%. Is that supply, mainly supply issue, or the dealer's well, shitbags? Well, I think it's a combination, because it's not all of their cars that have got that much demand. But, I think part of the issue is, is that, look, the Ranger came out and probably stole a shit ton of sales off them. Uh, but that's going to settle down now because yeah. the wait times have dropped dropped now. Um, like even a Corolla or a, a Rav Four, right? It's like a six to nine month wait. 
are there. Look, we're driving past the Toyota de dealership. The fucking cars are there. And that car has been there for at least six weeks. So, you but you won't sell it to me. Unless I pay 15 grand. Look, yeah, one, one, two, two three. three. And yes. they've got that shit cream that beige baby, colour. Yeah, that baby shit brown. Yeah. Right, one, two, three. They have been there for a couple of months now. They've yeah, got, co yeah. they got cobwebs. I walk past here every day for my walks. Right? I walk in. If I want to buy one, that's the price. Right. 30K over retail. The RAV4, same thing. Now, oh, well, if you want that one, it's going to be 69990 It's 52 plus on road. Oh, but if you want that one, because it's in stock, nah, fuck off. Oh, let's cut to the chase. What are you going to do? Fuck the fine. I'm going to buy a Tesla. <laughs> I'm going to make my kids happy. Well, this is the thing. We're a fan of diesels. The price of diesel has $2. not moved. Two dollars forty has right. not. It's gone up a dollar ten. It's doubled okay. in a year. Here's the thing. So I've been driving the Frontier, the trusty old yep. three point two. Our V6, first live drive. Our first live drive. I've been driving that, and everyone's saying it guzzles. No, it doesn't, because I can use a ten, and it's a buck sixty nine where I live. <laughs> right? So I'm seventy cents a litre. Better up, off. Okay, on diesel. Now, when I'm doing a tank a week, that's sixty bucks a week. There are some good deals with Teslas out there. You've you showed me some when I bought mine. I mean, we're not talking performance. For what you need, you just need. I mean, it's a work car for you. You do you get know, around. You know what my problem is, I look at value, right? So I'm looking at it. And I'm or thinking, running costs. Well, not only that, but I'm looking at thinking. Okay, so I buy a rear drive standard Tesla three model, model three model three. You really do have to get the. Autopilot option. You have to pay for it. Not the full one. Not the not, 10 well, grand. you don't have to pay. Yeah, I know. But you but can buy it later and save on yeah, the Yeah, I know. Key. But yeah, yeah, that's the thing, right? So you at least got to get it. Because when you go to sell this car, if you don't have that shit, you're not getting nothing for it. Yeah, you can add it later. I know. Right? But, so, I look at it and it comes in at like with the standard enhanced autopilot, is it? Enhanced? Yeah. Oh, whatever it is. Yeah. Anyway, so it comes in at. 72-ish, right? Three Stylish car, right. they're all over the place. And Never. let me interrupt, in America, they're fucking everywhere. Yeah, so so around 70 grand. And then I think, well, 70 grand, it's it, going to cost me 100 bucks a month more to well, go to 85 and get the long-range all-wheel drive. And you probably wouldn't need it. Well, I do like going for my drives. Yeah. Like, I like going to... Like, we got some friends that have got some... Eight large rural properties. But you can get there back in a day. Yeah, but it's 300 k's each way. Oh, no, you won't. See? So I'm, I I would need to do... Like, I'm there for a whole day. So if I put in a normal PowerPoint, it's going to get me back to a charging station. But there's, that's the issue. I need the long range if I want to do these day trips. Yeah. Right? That's more... And, I, and I've got young kids, and I want to get away on weekends sometimes... And I don't want to go ask people to borrow cars. Well, that's where right? your wife's car comes in a little. Yeah, I know, but then, you know, I, I don't want to borrow cars. Okay. It would, look, I would have, and then you look at... Well, then plan B is probably a hybrid. Well... <sighs> Around the city, you'll get super-duper economy, four litres. Yeah. But there's nothing, like, to buy a hybrid, but I've got to get a RAV to get the same size as a model 3. It's going to be a CVT. It's going to be a fucking boring shitbox car. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Not worried. I just want an A to B car. I've made the decision I'm not buying myself anything fancy because all I want to do is 
Take kids to school, go to the office, go the do some The kids will bash them. Yeah, the kids will bash No, them. my kids are good. My kids are all... My, they, they look after the car. Yeah, I know, but they'll throw in school bags at the back. Yeah. Uh, it's, so, um, it's, it's, it's a difficult decision because there's... We're, we're on the cusp of a lot of new cars coming on board, but they're not going to be cheap either. Well, that's the thing. So I'm thinking, do I get a RAV with the E4, the hybrid? See, 70 grand was three years ago, 40 grand. That's right. You'd have been able to buy some magic cars for 40 grand. Yeah. Run around cars. Well, a hybrid we're, Corolla's 50 on road. We're now, you've got to be nudging 60 to 70 yeah. to get something half So decent. the RAV4 is... You're not, you're not going to get MG Electric. No, don't fuck that shit. And you're not going to... The, the new Kia EV6 and all the other... Wrong cars. The Hyundai Just, Ionics. No. no, no, no. Yeah, but there's no. none in stock. There's none in stock, 100k, if you want one. Yeah, it's 85 so, plus. So I'm thinking, well... I actually think the RAV, which is a staple of the Toyota diet, and it'll always have great resale, thinking, well, I spend 55-ish on a RAV... Not a, a not a top range, uh, edge. Cruiser. Uh, well, the cruiser you can get for high fifties. Yeah. Right. No real options. Could do the trick. You know, in the city you can rely on the the, the battery because I'm only doing short trips. And I think they've got a range of like forty k's or something, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not Tesla, but at the same time, no. it's usable for what you do. It's usable, and then, you know what? And then if you need to go out in the country, you've got enough in the field. Yeah, so, but it's there. just so stressful. Like, like, it shouldn't be like that. You know, you walk into dealerships, and it, it's almost like, you know, you've just, you're in, you've, they know you've been lost in the desert, and they've got the only bottle of water for the next 15 kilometers. <laughs> and they don't want to sell it to and you. And, and it's like, they don't even want to sell it to you. I hey, I've got cash. Now you're going to have to finance it. No, I don't want to finance it. I've got cash for the water. No, mate. No, no, no. It's five-year balloon on this bottle of water. <laughs> right? Like, come on, guys. Well, you can order another bottle if you want. It hasn't come in yet. Yeah, you can wait three months, or you can have yeah, this one yeah, for four bucks. Yeah. Right? Oh, no. oh, but someone's already opened the lid. Yeah, I know. But oh. still, it's only got 500 Ks. Oh, that's... Uh, we have an electric Audi in front of us. You know, is that the e-tron? That's e- an e-tron. You know what I heard of e-tron in, in French means shit? <laughs> isn't that Matt or... Isn't that... Is it? I thought it was an... Is that a, no. It's not an e-tron, is it? It is. Oh. Isn't it? Oh, there's no exhaust pipes. You're right. Yeah, I think it is. Oh. Why don't you buy one of those? No. It's <laughs> $150,000. There are people that have walked into dealerships to buy a car and that's in stock and been knocked back because they don't need finance. They've said to them, well, you know, if yeah. you, we can order you one. Because they just, but they not only want to stitch up on price, they want to stitch up on finance. Yeah, they want, they want the monthly kickbacks on your yeah. finance. Like, come on, guys. It's, it's, and then you see people who've bought a car purely and they're making profit on it, and the tax office and it should be data matching them and saying, mate, you paid 80 for this car, you sold it for 120, we want the tax on it. Fuck ya. Yeah, like that's gonna happen. Oh, well, tell us what you get, Hal. Could be interesting. I don't know. Just, um, I, I, look, I actually let's take like, the mic. We'll look, go one day, let's take the mic and let's, let's do it, let's buy a car for Hal. Yeah, let's do let's, it. Let's do it. Let's figure look, it out. Look, I like driving the Tesla. I, I'd actually like a Model Y performance. 
Yeah. But I don't want to spend hundred grand on an electric car. Or wait at nine months like Jim. Or wait nine <laughs> months. Like, and I and I and I don't really need a performance Model Y, right? And I don't think it's going to make that much difference to resale down the line because people are just going to want an A to B car. Two things. I haven't done this in three weeks because I don't want the headaches. And secondly, mate, I have not spent a cent in fuel the last three months. Um, Let's take this again, to the drags on Wednesday being, night. I'm not being Tesla fanboy, but you know how good it is not having to pull out 150 bucks out of your wallet and just leaving can it. We go to the drags and Wednesday plug night? it in. You want to go? Let's oh. take it to the drags Wednesday night. You can go passenger as well. Okay, we'll see how we go. What do you reckon? All right, we'll do a live drive at the drags. We'll do a live drive at the drags. It'll be boring in the Tesla, but anyway, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Well, there you have it. We're back. Normal transmission has resumed. Email us. We're going to have a studio soon. Studio soon. With a backdrop and neon lights. Glass walls. I guess we might even hook it up to YouTube. We've been talking about that with cameras. Let's see how we go. Email us at... uh, I didn't check. We've got a few messages since SEMA as well. So we'll do that next episode. So and I've got a great idea. All talk at outlook.com.au. What's the idea? Once we've got our studio and we've got our our video equipment set up and everything, I want people to send me baseball caps. Okay. Right? You send me a baseball cap, I'll wear it. Okay. Okay? Right? right. right? Every episode, I wear a different baseball different cap, baseball and I'll give cap. you a plug. That's all. You've got to think about wardrobe. Oh, I've got to increase right. the budget. I, I, send me wardrobe. t-shirts as well. I'll wardrobe. wear them too. Right? Whatever. Rate us, review us. And there's a few reviews lately. I want to read them out as well, so we'll do that when we're in the studio, because when we're driving now, we can't really do it. So thank you for listening. I hope everyone enjoyed those Vegas uh, interviews and specials. Um, we've got a bit of a, a bit of a kick in the ratings too, um, so it's great to see. It's all worth it for those trips that we do. And next year, I think Hal, you've got to be with us, mate. Yeah, I'm going next year. Next year, you're yeah. coming. Yeah, I'm in next year. All right, thank you for listening, and bye for now. <laughs>